What's up, you guys? John Rossap here for the uh, Matt Riddle Brocast for it's technically March 9th, but this is going to run March 10th. Uh, he's not the shit eating wild man of professional wrestling, but he is the water drinking wild man of professional wrestling this week. What's up, yeah. Matt Riddle? Just chilling in Germany. Just got back from England yesterday. Uh, you know, I was in Germany before that wrestling as well. So it's just haven't really had a day off. Wrestled. Uh, I've been wrestling every day. So guys, it, you'll notice Matt's audio is a little low, but that's because uh, he's overseas. He's in Europe right now. So what I'll do is I'll talk a little more quietly. That way you can just jack your volume all the way up, guys. But you're not alone in that room, are you? I'm not alone. I got, I got, a, I got a room full of stallions. <laughs> got a Jeff Cobb is uh, eating something in the kitchen, getting his grub on. David Starr's eating a sandwich. Uh, Timothy Thatcher. Didn't you and David Starr just beat the shit out of each other like 40 minutes ago? Me and David Starr just fucking killed it. Just murdered MDK. 187 this bitch up in here. We, it was, yeah. Yeah, we did. But, you know, he earned my respect. Ah, so, let, let, let's talk about him beating your ass. Yeah, he did. He did get the. He did get the finish. He get, He was the better man. But he did have the in, unintentional low blow early in the match. Oh come on! And that really set me back. He tell him to come did. over here and make a case for himself. Tell tell him to come over and tell us what really happened. Dad, do you want to tell him what really happened? I fucking have. <laughs> I had one. Of his... He's he's eating. He's busy. He's eating. I, I Who eats? I accidentally. In my head, I actually headbutted his nuts. He accidentally headbutted my nuts. That nuts. happens. It happens, you know. But I'll be honest, I was I was rocked, and I, you know, I probably hopped in too early. I probably should have took the full five minutes. Devon Dudley made a career out of headbutting people in the balls. That's true. He made a damn good living. He did. Devon Dudley did make one hell of a living off of headbutting balls. <laughs> so I, I'm going to cheer you up a little bit, Matt. Oh, thanks, bro. Here, here's how. I love As a token of our bro-ship, I have commissioned IQ Wrestler to make you a highlight video. It's like eventually just the ref stopped giving Which will drop next yeah, week. A highlight video. Of Matt Riddle. Yes. I'm pretty stoked. I haven't had a – I've had highlights of matches. I haven't had uh, – the Matt Riddle uh, highlight video exclusive yet, so uh, I'm stoked. I'm stoked. Next week, next week it drops. So how's how's Europe been? How's Europe treated you? It's it's been good. It's been good. I uh, got in last week in Germany. Uh, wrestled Friday night, then uh, right, and then flew to England Saturday. No, I wrestled Saturday night. Flew in Friday. Wrestled Saturday, wrestled Sunday in England for Red Pro against Thatcher. Then uh, wrestled uh, Progress Monday and Tuesday against a guy, TK, and another guy, Rob Lynch, who are two like, really extremely talented individuals, and uh, tore it down with them. And then I did a seminar for Progress Wednesday. And, uh, and then today I just wrestled David Starr and for the Academy show, 100 tickets exclusive. And uh, – it was fucking sick. 
Everything, everything, everything's been sick. I've been every match has just been better and better and better and better. I'm just wrestling every day, and it's awesome. It's funny because usually throughout the week, I'll see your social media and the "Hey, I'm wrestling this guy on this day" usually ends on a Sunday, but this, but it's been like Monday and Tuesday and Thursday. Like every single day, I'm seeing you be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna beat the shit out of this guy today. I'm gonna beat the shit out of this guy today." That's what it is. That's the business. You know, finally I'm traveling the world and just, you know, kicking everybody's ass all the time. So I have five words for you. Five. WWE Universal Champion Bill Goldberg. Fuck Bill Goldberg. Yeah, and you're going to bring it up. He's the Universal Champion. Everybody's been telling. Hey, I've heard this shit been brought up. I've been flipping fans at the seminar. People brought it up. I, dude, I'm furious. I'm furious, and of course, Jericho came out, and he had another 30, 40-second match that was straight trash because he can't work, and uh, all I'm saying is, you know, originally, I wanted to retire Brock Lesnar, but right now, I want to shoot on Bill Goldberg. I want to shoot on Bill Goldberg so bad. Broberg versus Bill Goldberg, 2017, after Dan Severn. I'm going after Goldberg. Fuck this guy. Universal tell me, oh. tell me what yeah, would happen in a shoot fight between Matt Riddle and Bill Goldberg. Well, I think, I think we all know what would happen. I'd pay, I would take his soul out of his body. I would, I would just imagine a guy that just has 40 second matches all the time and then a guy who's half his size just wraps them up and chokes him clean out in front of the crowd with like 20 pounds i would take his soul i'd be i'd slap his face and take his soul why stop there why not in front of 60 70,000 hey you know I, I i didn't even know it went that high except for wrestlemania i don't know I just want to be Bill Goldberg. Why not? I don't, Why I don't, not a WrestleMania? Dude, I would do it at an indie show. I would do it. I would do it at progress. <laughs> I would do it at Evolve. It's like I don't care where it's at. I, I want to shoot on Goldberg. Calling him out. Shoot. Flow slam. Set it up. Submission under. I had a feeling. I had a feeling you would be rather passionate about this situation. I, I, I'm, you know, it's not only am I mad about it, but people keep bringing it up and it's making it worse. Like my cousin sent me a meme and it was Bill Goldberg <laughs> holding the title above his head. And it says, when you feel your cousin's hate. And I was like, you motherfucker. I'm like, it's just people know I'm not a fan of the Bill Goldberg train. And he's just, he's getting that... Pr- ultimate push again except for he's not even working every week 40 seconds he's working like once a month 40 seconds and it's making me even matter lita worked a longer match than bill goldberg this weekend lita yeah well lita's a top talent you know people she hasn't like, wrestled like 11 years though she did like a like one of those gimmick six-man tags where she didn't really do anything but then she hopped in and hit the twist of fate but she still worked more than bill goldberg did that's true well, she had she had more psychology. That doesn't take much. Not at all. <laughs> so, uh, how how much longer are you in Europe? Uh, well, originally I was gonna wrestle uh, this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then I was gonna go home Monday. But then, what culture pro wrestling hit me up, and they asked if I wanted to wrestle Monday as well. So I took that booking, so I'll be going back to London Monday, 
and then Russ, you know, they're flying home Tuesday. So did they contact you while you were over in Europe to do that? Yes. You know, they, that's you know, awesome. It was last second. They're like, oh, you're here. How about we just get you this flight and you just don't take that flight? And I was like, quiet. You know, I asked the wife first, you know, didn't you didn't want to, you know, she's been missing me, you know, so I had to clear that that's, out. That's a pretty sweet deal, getting like a bonus European booking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's been good. You're chugging that water down. You're staying hydrated, aren't you? Dude, me and Star literally just had a war. We just had a war. Of course I'm chugging this water down, bro. Oh, I want your opinion. Sometimes you'll see it, especially in independent matches, but The Rock used to do it. Sometimes you get a little parched in the ring. You do the thing where you take the the fan's cup of water, you drink it. Yeah. You think that's cheap? Or do you think it's an effective tool? Uh, you know, I think it's an effective tool. It's definitely an effective tool. It's a, it's a good prop. It's a good prop. It's a free drink for the, yeah. for the hardworking athlete, you know, when you take it from a crowd member and, you know, and you're giving the crowd member part of the experience to take home. <laughs> it's good for everybody. <laughs> it's good for everybody. I want to clarify, you were mis not misquoted, but misrepresented in the Wrestling Observer uh, this week. They said that on our podcast, we said that Impact was trying to find out your Evolve contract status. That's not true. I was trying to find your Evolve contract status. They wanted your contact info. Uh, have they done anything with that contact info? I don't think so. I don't know if Blue Meanie gave it to him, or you know if anybody gave it to him. But then again, <laughs> you already know. said a damn name. You can't go back on the name. Yeah, but yeah, it doesn't matter. But you, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, but I, the thing is, I'm under contract with WWN, and if they wanted to do anything with me, they'd have to talk to Sal and Gabe because yeah. I'm under contract with them. You know, because Sal and Gabe believed, that, believed in me in the beginning, and they've given me ultimate opportunities, you know? And I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for those two guys, so. Well, Evolve is a very hot product right now, too. What all do you have going on Mania weekend? Because one of our guys sent me a list of all the shit he's covering for the site, and it's everything from Joey Janela's show, which is getting absolutely crazy, to uh, the w- WWN Super Show. Like, what all are you doing yeah. that weekend? Okay, so all the Evolve shows I'm doing, I think there's either two or three Evolve shows. Uh, I'm doing the WWN Super Show. I'm doing the Beyond shows. I'm doing uh, the progress shows. There's a progress versus evolved show. And then I'm also doing Joey Janela's spring break. And I'm hosting uh, an after party at Back Booth after WrestleMania. And before WrestleMania, during WrestleMania, we'll be at a mansion party streaming live. So it's Dude, gonna be you good. have it's gonna be a good weekend. You have quite the schedule. I do. And quite then this the weekend. After this weekend, I get home Tuesday, I rest up, I fly out Friday to Wrestle Circus, Saturday to PWG, and then Sunday to Beyond for that death match with Matt Tremont. What's this travel like for you as a guy who used to fight once every few months, if you were lucky, once every few months, as opposed to now when you're getting paid, you got to fly out almost every time. 
You know what? Yeah, when I, I, I don't work too locally, you know. I'm in the Northeast. There's a lot of promotions, but, you know, to work at, like, the best of the best promotions all around the world in all different locations, you know, it's, you definitely kind of wear yourself thin, you know. But, That's, uh, you're, I mean, you're practically – you're a European regular now. Yeah, I've definitely I've definitely been in England a lot. This is my first time in Germany. Well, second time technically, but you know, like first tour in Germany. And uh, yeah, did Jeff know, Cobb just spray Axe body spray in his hat? Jeff Cobb? Oh, I don't think that's his uh, knee pad. Oh, okay. You you need to get back there and tap him out. Yeah, give us what Submission Underground wouldn't give us. I feel like there was such louder noises. Sorry. Actually, me and Dave and all of us rolled we did a shoot today how'd that go how do you think it went i think jeff cobb probably double legged your ass jeff cobb did take me down he reigned supreme all day down. <laughs> you know what that's forgivable <laughs> yeah you know he's got some skills but yeah he's, he's it high. Good. yeah it was good everybody was good you know dave stars got an amateur background he's from pennsylvania Jeff Cobb's an Olympic wrestler. I'm a UFC fighter, state national champion wrestler. Uh, Yo, I was, I was fucking, uh, I was around the way in the all American the all American I lost the All-American round. David started telling me he was almost an All-American. I was, I lost the All-American But I like national. Well, yeah. Oh, that's, that's, what did you place at States? I didn't place at States. I didn't well, Matt was almost a UFC now. champion. I was almost a UFC champion. Almost. <laughs> just kidding. That's what so, a <laughs> couple, a few amateur wrestling stallions, as you'd say. How the fuck don't you have a stallion shirt yet? What's wrong with you? You know, man, the thing is, the merch I have sells really good, and I'm like, why would I break out a new product? Yeah, when, uh, you know, it's just That's not true. Time. You can save it. You can yeah, stretch it out. Kingofbromas.com for that, by the way, guys. You know, I don't want to just have too many shirts spread thin. You know, I'd rather just have one item then move on to the next item, and then people can go back for that throwback if they want to, you know? Yeah, you and got again, the altered I, could, I guess I could, I could oversaturate it. I really could, but I shouldn't. I mean, look at the it, – it's worked for the Young Bucks. Yeah. That's their thing, though. Yeah, they oversaturate everything. It's no, it's supposed kidding. to be like like their gimmick is literally oversaturating things like super kicks like, and shirts and tassels and colors. So it, it works always, for them. It, it always freaks me out when I like see them wrestle. Their outfits are so <laughs> hilarious, and but like they're really good at wrestling. They're really good at selling, doing everything, but it's just like the whole outfit, the gimmick with the Super Kings, it's, a, it's just amazing. Did you ever see a few years ago when Kevin Owens and PWG teamed with them and he dressed like them? I didn't. I should probably go back and watch that. Oh, it's great because they had like Young and Bucks written on their back and he just had Fuck written on his back That's of, of his gear. And he tried to do the cartwheels and the flips and all that stuff and they were it was – it was sad. What side are you going to be on in this progress versus evolve show? That's I don't know. I mean, progress versus evolve. I, I'm the Atlas champion, so I don't know if I'm on progress's side. 
Or, you know, or maybe they'll make me work double duty and I'll have to press the two matches for both teams just to get both teams you know a win. You know what I realized, Oh, Matt? shit. I can get, get paid twice. You, you need to. That's what I'm going to pitch. That's a good idea. We got an interview with uh, John Moore. I think I can't remember who it is. John Morehouse, I think, is interviewing Fred Yehi this week. I come to realize we just interview all of your adversaries. Between David Starr, AIW, we have Sean Pearson on a podcast. Yeah. You know, I got to get Dan Hardy, Hardy on here. If you, I'll quit. Have it. you stopped and visited Dan yet? Is he is he an SOS? Is he a slap on sight guy? Like a guy that you just see and you know pop. it wouldn't even be slap on sight. I would just be like, bro, I would fuck you up, and you know that. Like if you want to go far, <laughs> videotape it, we can do this, and I'll beat you up. It'd be more like that, and he knows that because even when I'd see him in the elevator, he was like, oh motherfucker, and it's not like I'm mean to him, but it's like. He knows I'd whoop his ass. We trained at the same gym. He knows I would take him down and beat his face, and there'd be nothing he could do about it because he can't stop a takedown, and he can't stop my jiu-jitsu. Did you all train together? No, we never trained together, but the guys he would train with, I could do a number on, and they were whooping his ass. So I'm pretty sure it would translate over. I'm surprised nobody's tried to set up like a grappling match between you two because he's when Mickey Gall called him out, that was his thing. He said, "Well, I'll do a grappling match with you." But I can't believe that hasn't been set up. How are these grappling companies not capitalizing on the crossover here, Matt? Hey, you know what? Dan Hardy doesn't want a grappling match with any of us. Mickey Gall would whip his ass. I would whip his ass. If anything, me and Mickey Gall would actually be a probably a competitive match. He's a brown belt in New Jersey under pretty good people. Who's he a brown belt under? I know like people he trains with. I'll have to look it up. How would he do against almost all-American David Starr? Well, he would submit David Starr, but David Starr would totally take him down. Yeah, I can't. How about Cobb? You think you could tap Cobb? Cobb's pretty dangerous. And yeah, I think I don't think. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You'd probably be able to tap Cobb. Cobb's too big. You like I can I could get true. Some stuff, I could maybe get some stuff in and do some stuff. But that's because I'm like also 215, 220 now. You know, if I was 170 trying yeah. to choke out Jeff Cobb, he would manhandle me. Mickey Gall is a brown belt under David Adiv. Right. I don't know him. Uh, I don't know. Him. Yeah, I wanted your not. opinion. I wanted your opinion on this Habib Nurmagomedov situation. Did you hear what went down? No, explain. 
So he had this fight against Tony Ferguson planned for UFC 209 last Saturday. And it was a hell of a fight. You're, Anybody you're who's... talking about Khabib. Khabib. Yeah, Habib. It's yeah, Habib. 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 Yeah, yeah I, I heard he didn't he didn't make the or he had a weight issue. He went to the doctor and then he, because he didn't go to the UFC doctor, their doctor was all weird about it and like pulled him from the fight. Well, I mean, he was getting pulled anyway. He was at the hospital through weigh-ins. And the thing is, there was no way they were saving that damn fight anyway. He was either going to get a bunch of IVs and be like 170 pounds or was going to fail USADA for getting those IVs. Like Dana White saying, well, they could have saved the fight. There's no fucking way they could have saved that fight. There's no way if he was that sick. But, I mean, this is a guy, and this, in my opinion, one of the top lightweight fights ever. First, first time you've had two guys on eight fight winning well, streaks the, facing each other. It, well, this is another thing I want to say, too. It's like when you cut weight, and this has happened to me, I've been pulled from a fight for this reason, the same as him. When you cut weight and you weigh in and you eat and you're trying to put the weight back on and you're hydrating and you get sick, like either vomiting or diarrhea or anything like that, which I have, it's like your body's fucked. Like you feel like shit. Like Mm -hmm. there's nothing you can do about it, you know? And like cover, you're not going to be healthy. Your heart rate's not going to be regular. Everything's going to be out of touch because you're still sucked out and you're sick and you're like, You've already pushed yourself to almost near death to make weight. Well, he he approached that before. He never got to weigh in. He woke up at like 4 a.m., went to the hospital. How do you feel about a guy in that position not making weight? There are rumors that he was maybe 30 pounds out the week of. Like, that's a rough, that's rough. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, I think a lot of times, and, when the guys know they have big fights coming up, they train really hard. And a lot of guys, they can cut that weight hard for a little bit, but eventually it catches up to you. You know, even me, when I was younger, I could cut weight instantly, you know? But Yeah. But then... Uh, Lost your video. I, like, I, don't, I, I got you back. Yeah. But, like, once I started getting a little older and once I dropped back down to 170 from 185, because 185 was still kind of a cut for me at the time. Mm-hmm. I was just, you know, I just, I ate when I could eat, but, like, I had I had to manage it, you know? And I had to work out a lot. And weigh my food and do all that stuff. Why does it keep saying Beats Connect? Or are you trying Beats to me. Just, trying to connect with you? Is your Bluetooth? Yeah, phone? it's trying to get back to my phone. I'm, I don't know why it's not connected. To my phone. Fantastic! Don't don't do don't, <laughs> don't do that, David. No, I'm, uh, I'm so totally not editing this out. What are we? Are we about to hear David Starr's jams come across your your phone? What's that? What would a David? Are we about to hear David Starr's musical jams come across your phone? What kind of music would a David Starr listen to? He listens to some pretty laid-back music, Mr. Starr does. Yeah, I have a good variety of everything. Yeah, he's got a good variety of everything. There you go. That's, there you that's go. well-rounded. That's healthy. David Starr. <laughs> that's, that's healthy. Healthy. It is healthy. So. What are your opinions on maybe having a 165 and 175 division in the UFC and scrapping that 170? Because that's connect to my phone. That's a 15 pound jump between 155 and 170, and between the two divisions, 155 and 170, they have 200 fighters. You don't need 200 fighters in a damn in 
between two divisions. A hundred each is a lot. Yeah, but you kind of do these days because they're having fights every weekend. Like they're even bringing they're bringing Jesse Taylor back for an Ultimate Fighter. They have to recycle what they got. People don't even understand what I'm talking about. Like it's they're already fucking rewinding because they've already shit the bed by firing everybody and hiring everybody and treating everybody like shit. Can't argue that they've they've lost a lot of good talent. They, yeah, there are so many guys. Go ahead. It's like two losses, two losses, and you're fired. Or one loss because you fought boring a couple times because you wanted to protect your paycheck, you're fired. And it's like it's not like they don't make enough money, but they were always looking for the cheap dollar. And like they need to invest in their talent. They need to give people more than one opportunity. They need not to punish people for not going for fighting the night. Because you'll always have those couple people that go for it usually, you know? And a good matchmaker knows how to make that happen anyway. Yeah, uh, Albert Tumanov, Kyoji Horiguchi, Nikita Krylov, they were all guys who went on pretty good winning streaks and just left the UFC and decided to fight closer to home. They're fighting in Russia and Japan because they're getting paid either comparable or more to be the face of individual brands in Europe or Japan. And they're like, well, you know what? Fuck the UFC. If people are getting title shots without deserving them and I'm not getting paid what I'm worth, you know, that's, if Rashad Evans were not Rashad Evans, he wouldn't be there right now. Yeah. Yeah. I know you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But the thing is, they've only built up certain people. And Rashad Evans, he's had a great career. Rashad Evans is good. Yes. He's like Michael Bisping, you know? These guys are Hall of Famers, you know. They've been around long enough, and they're they're good. They've paid their dues for sure. But it's like you got to realize MMA is one of the toughest sports in the world, and it's there's so many ways to lose and win that anything can happen any second, any second, you know. You just have like a bad year, and that's it. A bad couple months, and that's it. That's your career. Hey, I watched your documentary last weekend. Oh, did you like it? It was good stuff. Thanks, bro. I appreciate they they got it. your like they got your amateur wrestling footage and some old photos and stuff like that. That was a good watch. You all can check that out at Flow Slam. What was that process like? The process was grueling. I woke up every morning around like five thirty, and we would shoot. Is that legit? No. Fuck. <laughs> like, There's no way. No, the documentary. They uh. They showed up to a couple Evolves. They showed up to the San Antonio Evolve, where you were at. Yeah. They filmed me when I did my seminar down there and stuff. They came up to Pennsylvania and filmed me for a teaching class and hanging out with my family and stuff like that. And then they also were in New York when I wrestled for in New York against, I think, uh, Chuck Taylor, I believe. Or maybe it was Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb. They, yeah, you wrestled, you wrestled Chuck in San Antonio, I think. Yeah. Well, I wrestled Chuck at Laboom as well. It just wasn't a hardcore match. Oh, okay. And Jeff yeah, that was that was a very – that was a damn fun watch. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. I'd like to see Flow Slam do some more of those. I love those mini docs they put out. Like, Dude, the mini doc – like, that's the kind of stuff, like, the UFC should be doing for their fighters. Oh, and yeah. And then, dude, that's what build their fighters in the brand – and build up the sport. People could get behind people, but no. I would every every fighting or sports entertainment company should be doing that. Every single fucking one of them. 
dude it's a dude people people don't get it. they don't know how to promote or market and it's not all about trash talking Irishmen. i'm not saying conor mcgregor's not bad at promoting a fight but like there's other ways of doing it and you don't have to do it that way you don't have to throw monster energy drinks at kids in crowds what's wrong with that i don't know i i, I just disagree you know how i feel I respect kind of, hey, nothing wrong with drinking monster. I don't drink it, you know. I, I just have them here to throw, man. I'm like, I don't drink them. You just, just right. Did you buy that off eBay? Is that the one he hit somebody with? <laughs> I got see. I don't like my neighbors, and sometimes if your neighbors yeah. step out of line, you got to fucking chuck a monster at their head. Yeah, or like at somebody else because you don't want to like actually hit the, your opponent. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like, he should have had somebody on hand to throw it. That way he didn't get in trouble. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess he didn't didn't plan it. Yeah. Why not have Artem Labov there, his little – his training dummy that he beats up all the time? Should have had him there. Would have probably calmed him down. Perhaps. Perhaps. So you're looking at wrestling what? Five, six times Mania weekend? Uh, Well, I got the – Two Evolve shows, a Progress vs. Evolve show, a Progress show, uh, WWN Super Show, Joey Janela Spring Break, the seven that I'm counting right now. Because I think there's like Jakara and Kaju also part of the experience, but yeah. I, I don't I don't do Jakara uh, or Kaju. They didn't invite me. How dare they? And I think they're Shine or Shimmer, one of those. Well, if you're wrestling for them, that's a whole different set of fucking questions. Yeah, I'm not. They don't allow it. <laughs> uh, one of the things that came out of your documentary were some comments about Dana White. And, I mean, I've, I've seen it personally on this podcast. There are days when you're like, whatever, Dana White, whatever. And then there are days where you're like, fuck Dana White, because I'm sure it's a it's a polarizing situation for you because well, had that not happened, I, you might not be where you are now, but it was still a shitty situation. Yeah. Well, the, the bottom line is, and I, I mean this, like, and, I, and it's nothing against him as a person. It's just a fact. Like he is an asshole. Like, yeah. And, and you know, and I don't mean, it's not like F you asshole. You know, I could care. It's not like personal, but like any guy that would fire somebody on a four point win streak after they had their third child is like kind of an asshole. Like they could have brought me aside and talked to me and be like, you fucked up again. Like you're suspended. We're, we're not going to give you a fight for a year. You know, yeah. or you have to give us this much money back for your fire. Or so like, you know, if they said something like that, I would have did what they told me, but it was, it was never anything like that, you know, it was just, it was, honestly, it was very personal, you know, so, and I, 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 you know, maybe I took it personal because I had my third child, and I was on a four-point win streak, you know. So, did you ever, you've obviously, you've never talked to Dana White since then, correct? I, no, no, no. That, like, if I could ask him one thing in relation to this side, I'd be like, have you heard Matt Riddle's doing pretty good in pro wrestling? What do you think? I wonder if his rage has subsided. I don't know. He'd probably be like, I could fucking care less. He's a loser. Maybe. That's what he would probably he might, say. Well, he might care less until you're in WWE. Then all of a sudden he would care an awful lot. Yeah, you want to know the funniest thing? You want to know the funniest thing about that situation? 
What's that? <laughs> it is really funny looking back now. And I'm going to show you the screenshot. Dana White's on there going off on you, right? On Fox Sports mm-hmm. 1. And he says, this dummy has to show up for work three times a year and can't pass a drug test. Look at the guy he's talking to. Chael Sonnen. And look at the look on Chael Sonnen's face. Because <laughs> Chael couldn't fucking show up to work two or three times a year and pass a drug test. Yeah. You know, I didn't even, I never noticed that until like somebody sent me the video and they're like, look at the look on Chael Sutton's face. Cause it's his months after he failed a drug test, I think. Yes. Or and two. Then he failed one, and then he failed one right after that, like his third or whatever. He failed, he's, and, and no disrespect, but he actually failed for a PED. Yeah. Several, several of them. Not and a, he'll tell not you a, that. Not an, or, yeah, not an herbal supplement, a PED. When I, when I interviewed Chael Sonnen a few months ago, I asked him about that, and he said that he called Joe Rogan and was like, hey, Joe, I need to talk to you now. Remember when we wondered how good these new drug tests are? As it turns out, they're really fucking good. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's pretty oh, man. Funny. We got kind of a short show today, guys. Matt is in. Europe will be back in full force next week, of course. Matthew, anything you want to tell these people before you go? I know you're about to get off of here and just beat the shit out of Jeff Cobb and and Star. So I am. I am. I'm actually probably going to go to sleep. It's been a long couple of days, and I've just been very busy. But, uh, yeah, you know, kingofbros.com. Absolutely. You know where it's at. Get that bro merch. Uh, Guys, we're going to be sick. Go oh, ahead. Oh, you cut me off. This I, I weekend, did. Go ahead. 16, go, go ahead. Six, bro, 16 carat this weekend. Got Donovan Dijak first round. Ooh. And then I got Ambition Saturday. And that's a that's a straight knockout or submission only tournament. That's so, awesome. Uh, so I think uh, I think those, my odds are very favorable on that. You got to be going in the favorite in that one. Uh, I think I'm going in these tournaments as a favorite. I mean, Star did beat me tonight, unfortunately. That's true. But uh, what other studs we got in that tournament? Do you know? Oh yeah, we got Speedball Bailey. Ooh. Uh, Dave Stars in the tournament. The man who beat me. Uh, Near All American. Ger- yes, yes. Uh, Walter German is ACH in it. ACH, Paul uh, Paul London, Bad Bones, Bones, uh, Ilya Dragono, Robert Dreisker, Robert Dreisker, I could go on, there's a lot of people in the tournament, if you saw Bad Bones face, saw Bad Bones face uh, Josh Barnett on Impact a few weeks ago, yeah, he faced uh, Josh, you know, Josh Barnett, I would say. So, uh, guys, we're going to have that Matt Riddle highlight up next week as well. Hopefully, IQ's working on it. He's the best when it comes to uh, highlight videos. If you want to have one commissioned, go check him out at IQ Wrestler. Of course, register for free at Fightful.com. You'll get early access to shows like this. Uh, We'll be back next week, and Matt will have his uh, mic situation handled. And you'll get to hear more. I'm I'm probably just going to ag Matt on more about Goldberg. That's probably what I'm going to do. It's going to be turned into the hour of us talking about Goldberg. 
don't like that. I'll, I, will, I will leave the Fightful podcast if we had to talk about Goldberg how, more than like, How dare we talk you? About, we, can, we can talk about Goldberg like two minutes, three minutes a show. We shouldn't dedicate we'll more time than his matches have, are, I guess, right? Yeah, we should have the, the Goldberg minute. Yes. The Broberg minute. The Broberg oh, yeah. minute. Well, Jesus just, Christ. Guys, follow Matt at RiddleBro on Instagram, at RiddleTuff7 on Twitter. Follow me at Sean Ross App. And, of course, all of our handles down here. UFC Brazil coverage Saturday. I'm doing a podcast on my own Sunday covering UFC Brazil and Ring of Honor 15th anniversary. Hot diggity damn. Let me get your opinion on this, Matt, real quick. Hardy signed him with Ring of Honor for about a month. What do you think about that? I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, You know – the thing with I don't know if the Hardys are gonna go back to TNA or what their deal with that is, or if they're gonna go somewhere else. WWE. You know, I, I had, yeah, probably WWE. But uh, but I think it's good. You know, I think it's good for the Hardys, and I think it's good for TNA. I think TNA is starting fresh with fresh talent. You know, I think you know, Galloway didn't resign. The Hardys didn't resign. You know, Jade's and gone. I think, uh, Jade's gone. You know, I think uh, there's a lot of gaps, you know, a lot of holes now. But I think there's a lot of up-and-coming talent that's going to fill those gaps. You know, there's a lot of good wrestlers out there, you know. And it's not TNA anymore. It's just Impact Wrestling. So it's a completely different product. Completely different. Guys, until next time, we are out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.